The boys are live from Radio Row, and we're having a lot of fun while we're out here. Our trip is powered by OE Solar, and we're here by way of TCS. We're having just about as much fun as we can have, and, and not all that fun can make the radio. So some of it becomes podcast exclusive, and that's what we had to do with our friend Joe DeLeone. And we were, I guess we were his first interview ever, which was pretty exciting as far as his product with Believe in Drafts Prospects. Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com for your podcast sporting needs. Welcome back to the program. Still live from Radio Row are the boys, and we're sitting down with Joe DeLeon. And, uh, I mean, you know the NFL draft, right, Joe? Yes, sir. So we're about to talk about some prospects coming up because, well, oh, Robert. Oh, NFL draft. Okay. <laughs> that oh, makes God. way more sense. This is. Okay. I was like, I did not know we had another war coming up. I'm against <laughs> I am also against the draft, Joe. I'm young <laughs> enough for that. It's not, I might get drafted <laughs> for that. So, like, don't, don't put any ideas out there. Yeah. Thank God I had that knee surgery. <laughs> I was going 50-50 if you were going war or beer. Oh, uh, okay. Like on this button. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, the weights at the very yeah. end. Uh-huh. One's a lot better than the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in NFL draft prospects. Uh, Joe, you're the host. I mean, you're what? You're like 200 episodes in. You guys just break it down all the time. Uh, but you do it in a way that's like understanding to like the everyday fan. And I tell you, what, I'm even a little bit less than the everyday fan. So explain it like I'm five. Explain to me what you guys do and how you connect with people. Yeah, a lot of it I work with Ryan Roberts, who's my co-host. He's fantastic. Great uh, NFL draft analyst, uh, rising draft scouting, if anyone wants wants to check that out we try to go deep keep it as simple as possible for the fans so they can understand what the game is like when you're not a scout and you don't have that scouting background but the big thing with our show that uh, I think separates us from a lot of these is that it's centric around interviewing guys that are preparing for the NFL draft so last cycle we had Pat Sertain on we had JC Horn uh, we're you know guys like uh, Braxton Jones who was just at the senior bowl we've already had him on we've got a lot of talented guys that come on and hop with the, on with us and we've got a lot of more fantastic ones scheduled to come up soon so definitely check it out so speaking of coming up soon who is the main prospect that you want to interview coming in man if, if I had the opportunity to talk to Kayvon Thibodeau that would be a really cool one because to me I think a lot of NFL pundits are giving him a hard time and saying that you know, he's, he's not invested in the game. Right. Some people think that he doesn't have that fire, and he's just another one of these guys that's really athletic but trying to just make money off of it. I, I think that it's a little bit deeper than that. To make it this far, you have to love the game, and to be in contention for the first overall pick, you have to have that, that desire. And I, I'd love to, to dive into that with him right. and get to know more about him. It seems like the biggest point of contention with next year's draft class is Kenny Pickett's hands. Like how big how big oh of a deal God. is this? <laughs> He's like it's bigger than it needs to be. And I was at the senior bowl last week and as soon as he refused to get his hands measured, it became way bigger than it needed to be. So if we remember last year with Devontae Smith, he didn't weigh in. And with the intent of, okay, I'm gonna weigh better at a more comfortable weight that is gonna look better at my pro day. You can't make your hands any bigger. Just get the thing measured. Get it out of the way. Get up in front of it. Instead, he's talking about I'm double-jointed. I'm going to stretch my hands. And there's a way to cheat these measurements. It's, it's not difficult to cheat them. So we already have a number that these scouts have gotten during the uh, process of coming in. And when he was a junior, they've measured his hands. They know how big it is. Right. And then on top of that, he does the, the thing at the Senior Bowl where the second day it's pouring. And if you know Kenny Pickett, he wears two gloves when he plays. I did not? Wow. Yeah, he wears gloves when he plays because he's got small hands. Yeah. Um, And I I guess it's because he has small hands. But (laughs) he, for some reason, everybody else, the receivers, DBs, took off their gloves. But for whatever reason, 
he's not wearing the glove on his – or he was wearing the glove still on his throwing hand. So it draws more attention to oh, it. He yeah. just – it's just mishandling, in my opinion. I think that huh, Kenny's a good quarterback. Nice. <laughs> nice <laughs> I got to remember that. <laughs> you know who else caught that same kind of stigma is a friend of our show, a friend in real life, Nate Davis. Yeah. So, so yeah. Nate Davis is the quarterback for the Duke City Gladiators here in Albuquerque. Uh, when he was with the 49ers, that was the scouting report on him when he came out of Ball State, was he just couldn't grip the ball and he couldn't sling it. Yeah. And here's the thing. He's the best quarterback in the IFL. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it, there's an idea, I think, often about what your physical measurements have to be, mm-hmm. your prototype, but absolutely does it, ha- does it have to stand true? It doesn't. Sure. I mean, you can do it with any size or shape. And, I mean, there's not been a Pro Bowl wide receiver that's six foot six outside of Calvin Johnson, mm-hmm. literally ever. You know, so they can come in all sizes and do all things. So just something kind of interesting about that hand fact. It's not the size of the boat, Fred. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I will say with the comparison to the IFL and, and, and regular NFL yeah. needing that hand size is there's no other conditions that you have to deal with. You're inside. Good you're point. In indoor. Right. And yep. You're not dealing with rain and stuff like that. So we know the GOAT's leaving. He's let us know officially where he was drafted. That's the one of the biggest parts of his story. So in the coming up draft, is there someone that's not in the top that may fall really low, but you think they will make a huge impact in the NFL? If we're talking about like a quarterback to maybe get that type of comparison, Caleb Ellaby from Western Michigan, I think could fit that. He's got a lot of really good traits, but he's not really being talked about. He didn't get an invite uh, to any of these big events. I believe it's because he wasn't a senior, but still, a lot of buzz around him. If you talk to some people really in the weeds in the draft community, Caleb Ellaby from Western Michigan, I think, could maybe be that guy. To to piggyback on that question, let's talk about Tom Brady. One more question. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. What do you you think was the the biggest fault of his mis-evaluation? Was it his mismanagement at Michigan? I think that, well, from if you read into like his his story and, and read any of the books that have been focused on him, a lot of it was that mismanagement where he was a part of the uh, a rotation with I'm blanking on the guy he was competing with who was like a five star uh, recruit that came in and it, it, it's the thought the thought process of these Drew Henson. Drew Henson. I, th- I was going to say it's I thought Drew it was Henson, Henson. I didn't yeah. want to guess, um, but you know you have a five star recruit so they mishandle that situation and it begged the question for all these teams of. Well, if he can't win the job, why the heck would we bring him in if he can't win a job in the NFL? So that was certainly part of it, and it was just doubt that was created for for no reason by the Michigan coaching staff. But I think a lot of times we get really caught up throughout this evaluation process of trying to figure out who's the best athlete, who's got the biggest arm, when sometimes all it takes, and it's not always, this isn't always the truth, but it, sometimes all it takes is finding out who has the most motivation, mm. who has the best mental processing, a lot of these guys like Malik Willis are going to have big arms, big, great athletes, but do they have what it takes inside their head? And you can't exactly get that just throughout interviewing these guys and getting to know them during the process. Believe in NFL Draft Prospects. Your host is Joe DeLeon. DeLeon. This has plagued me all week. I, <laughs> it's a long week. It has been not, but in a good way, right? Right, yeah. right. So, and this is your first exposure to the Super Bowl. Uh, my first exposure, yeah. yeah, the first time I've been Radio Row and I've I've done all this stuff, and it's it's been pretty surreal. Can you a little bit talk about because we talk about this a lot off the air because we think it's very vital. Can you talk about digital media and the and the importance of podcasting and sports? Mm-hmm. Can you talk about how you're able to hit an audience that 
just hasn't been there traditionally ter terrestrially and, and what that's done for you and your coverage of draft prospects. Right. So I'm also a, a full-time producer with Believe and a lot of my focus is trying to hit those markets that terrestrially you can't really hit. And it's, you're limited based on whatever the range of the station is. But the, the thing that we get with podcasting is that you can push on all these different platforms, social media, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's a completely different wave that we're starting to hit. And I think that we're at a point where it's nobody really knows what level it can really get to. But it, there's just so many different avenues that you can reach with it, unlike trying to get a, a frequency and whatever's in that certain range. Joe, anything we missed? Any final words? Anything that's that that just needs to be unveiled to the friends of our show? Uh, no, it's going to be a good game this weekend. I think yeah. the Rams are going to come out with it because of their that matchup on the yeah, there's, defensive yeah, you're line. Right. There's just no way. No way. No, but. that's they're going to go down in a in a in a burry. It's going to be a flame. It's going to be a disaster. Uh, yeah, you what? you're trying to factor in real life causes. You're not factoring in the ghost of Harambe. Our, <laughs> oh God. Our sweet He's not gonna let it go. I mean, our so sweet, sweet takes. prince who is looking <laughs> looking over Cincinnati. I've heard so many different takes. That is the first time I've gotten the Harambe one. <laughs> uh that's it boys we're wrapped. That yep. was the one. So uh we're gonna continue on Radio Row. You're gonna go hit every other spot because I've seen you running around. Of the hundred and fifty of them, yep. why is this one number one? <laughs> you're the first one I've done so far, the first radio hit. So you're oh, number one for there that. There you go. <laughs> All right. Hey. That's going to be a long day for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you I got a bunch us, after this. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> you're supposed to end with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.